Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Jesus loves you dearly. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you so much. Jesus loves you so much. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what you're going through. He is faithful. He's faithful. And he is good. Amen. He's good. Amen. You want to sing the song? I believe everybody knows the song. I want to um, please encourage you that you sing along with us. Help you. You're confusing me because you're laughing. But it's okay. Amen. Yes, love. 
my sorrows He made them His very own And He bore my burden My sickness and every shame Every guilt He suffered He died alone Lift your voice and say how wonderful
on to him. Come on now. Give a shout offering unto him. This afternoon, we bless you, O God. We honor you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. How marvelous and how wonderful that we too, Lord, we can be here and sing unto you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your mercifulness, Lord. Thank you for your graciousness. Thank you, Lord. We come before you, Lord. May we not live here the same. Father, encourage us, O God, and comfort us in your word. Teach us, O God, in the name of Jesus. We bless you and we honor you. And then the saints say, Thank you so much. That was a very powerful ministration. Hallelujah, my brethren on the Zoom. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Beautiful. Great to see all of you. The brethren in the third, second from the left, is it possible to switch a little bit while you are still observing social distancing? So that when the cameras are capturing, you can capture all of you on the zone. Please, Brother Fred, change your position, at least for now. Come and sit by. This hour, Brother Fred. Hmm. Social distancing. First Timothy chapter six. Pastor, I guess you have your book, right? Good. First Timothy chapter six. It means to have great gain that we are going to talk about is not as easy as you may think. Hallelujah. But at least we must attempt. I said at least we must attempt. You know, and it starts by saying 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 6 to 12. Pastor Nana, why don't you help us? First Timothy chapter 6, verses 6 to 12. But godliness with contentment is great gain. But godliness with contentment, that is the great gain. Amen. So how can we have this great gain? Hmm. 
Is it a good question? It's a very good question. How can you combine godliness, godliness and contentment? It means in the natural, it's not easy to combine contentment and godliness. Our nature is said that we always want to have more. You want to have more. How many agree with me that as you are sitting here, you can easily have about 10 things that you, you need and you want to have? Give me a wave. <laughs> you have you see my hands up. Hallelujah. I may have more than 10. If you have 10, then you are, you are blessed. <laughs> Hallelujah. But my question to you and I is, where does it end? What is enough? Where is the line that you will say that it is okay, it is enough? Can you see that? And that is why we are going to trust God through his word to at least attempt to have these powerful two things. Hallelujah. Godliness, godliness, and contentment. Hallelujah. God will give you grace to have them. I said you will attain, you will have this great gain. You will have this great gain. Hallelujah. Because our joy and our happiness, they rest on these two things. Yes, and they are together. The reason why we can easily not be happy is because, not because we are not godly, but the contentment problem. <laughs> Never have enough. When it comes to holiness, it comes to all this. But as soon as the contentment, contentment part comes, you find, oh, I need this. I can't have, why don't I have this? Lord, I need this. I need that. I need that. Then it comes, it comes in, it comes in to just upset your joy or take away the joy that you are supposed to have. Hallelujah. But Paul said, for we brought nothing, which is just something that we have heard over and over. How many know we know that as <laughs> you know, we know surely for, we know for sure that we brought nothing and we will take what? Nothing with us. So how come we cannot achieve verse 6? Yes, Pastor please. Verse 7, please. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we carry nothing out. Mm-hmm. Verse 8. And having food and raiment, let us be there with content. Verse 8, please. Mm-hmm. But, they that will, but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drawn men in destruction and perdition. You see, when you read a verse like that, you you may be thinking, "Ah, is God against riches? You know, go back to, go back to, um, I think verse 7. But the next one, 8. For having and having food and raiment, let us there be with what? 
if you are here, you don't have food and raiment, give me a wave. If you don't have food, give me a wave. Because as for the raiment, the fact that you are sitting here means that, and you are not naked, you have raiment. <laughs> and the brethren on the Zoom, even at home, you still have raiment. We stepped out. So we have to cover, you know, make sure we are not feeling cold. Hallelujah. Amen. But you are home, but you still have raiment on. So you see that we have the food and the raiment, but the contentment, contentment. are we? Hallelujah. Then the next one. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which draw men in distraction and perdition. The next one, please. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. For the love of money, you know, if this is your Bible, it's a word, a phrase like for the love of money, not for money. But the love of it, hallelujah, yeah, is the root of all evil. The next one, the next one. But thou, O man of God, but thou, O daughter of God, but thou, O woman of God, flee these things and follow what? After, After what? Righteousness. Uh-huh. Godliness, uh-huh. faith, uh-huh. love, uh-huh. patience, uh-huh. meekness. Uh-huh. Verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession yeah. before many witnesses. You need to fight, you and I, we need to fight a good fight of faith because the Lack of contentment will come and fight our faith. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes, please? You know, I'm trying to work it back. You see, but godliness and contentment is what? Great, great gain. gain. How can we attempt to have this great gain? Hallelujah. Amen. Lack of faith. Mm. Lack mm. of love of God. The love for the things of God. Hallelujah. The patience. Did we see the word? Verse 11, please. Verse 11. Look at the words. Right, follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience. Because contentment will teach you that you have to be patient. It will come. It will come. If Elimelech had been patient, and waited in the book of Ruth. No, if he knew that God, after some time, will visit his house again and bring bread to his house, probably he wouldn't have lost his life, his two sons, and put his wife in a very difficult position. Am I saying something, please? 
And that is why when Satan took Jesus, you know, the tempter had opportunity to tempt. The first thing he brought into his life is what? Something that Jesus would crave for. A desire to have. The desire to have normally is not even bad. But the selfish desire to have that brings greed. Hallelujah. And the greed will just tip you to the other side of the enemy. Are you with me, please? Hallelujah. He said in Matthew chapter 4, if thou be the son of God. Tend this stone. Tend this stone. But another place. Matthew verse 4. 4, 4. 4, verse oh, 4. 3 and 4. Matthew 4, 3. And when uh-huh. the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made be bread. Made. Imagine you are hungry. You know, 40 days and 40 nights, you have not eaten. And the tempter came. The first thing he did that, command this stone to be made bread. Now look at the answer that Jesus gave. It was against his his personal hunger. Mm. Because it is the hunger that will tip us from the contentment side. Wow. Would take us from the contentment side. The hunger to have. The hunger to have this. Hallelujah. Just as you read through the Genesis through, from Genesis through Revelation, you will find out that if you can take away the they love it. The Genesis through Revelation, you find out that hunger caused many men and women to do weird and some crazy things. If it is the right word. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 Sometimes even out of hunger, people lose their relationships. Mm. Yeah. The burning desire. You see, we have saved church here, so. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> Hallelujah. But he said, command, if it have, and then he said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the man. Can you see the man, the man is a big word. He said, even me, myself, Jesus here, I shall not live by bread alone. Mm. Hallelujah. And I want all of us to note that if you are a child of God, these temptations that Jesus went through, all of us will go through. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Amen. But by every word that proceeded out of his mouth. And then he said, okay. And then the next one, he took him to the pinnacle of the temple. And then he said, if that be the son of God, mm-hmm. you know, according to Psalm 91, just give your, just <laughs> dive onto the ground. And he will send his angels charge over to come and save you. Is that not what Psalm 91 says? Yeah. And then what did Jesus say? And he said to the angels, Jesus said unto him, it is written again, that shall not tempt the Lord thy God. I don't need to do this 
for God to save me. It was against his faith. The first Timothy stuff that we were talking about. Hallelujah. Jesus knew that while now I have come out of the um, 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 fasting and prayers, I will get food to eat. I don't need to turn this stone. It's just a matter of time. The food will come to me. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And then he took him and then he said, another word that we read in 1 Timothy, faith. Faith. It was against his faith. Then he said, you have passed. Then the third one, the third one, he says that from verse 8. From verse 8. Are you coming along with me, please? Yes, please. We are attempting great gain, godliness, godliness, and contentment. This godliness is causing problems. Godliness with contentment. Hallelujah. Amen. So, let's, 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 Matthew. Matthew. Matthew 4, 8. 4, 8, please. Again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain mm-hmm. and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world. Again, the devil taketh him up to an exceeding high mountain. There's a level of life that you go, that when you are there, you see see that. And showeth him all the kingdoms. You see the kingdoms. That is why rich people, very rich people, sometimes they feel like nothing can touch them. Mercy. Because in, in, in terms of life, you sit up there and you see everything. And everything that you see, you can, you can get it. Easy. If it is a private jet, I can get it. Mm. If it is this, the best doctor, I can get it. You know, it says that and the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them, the prosperity, the things that challenge our contentment, Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. And what did he say? Verse 9. And said unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. If you give me something, why are you throwing in a condition? (laughs) In other words, it wasn't something that Satan was going to give. He has nothing to offer. I want to do business with you, Jesus. And the the business is that you need to bow down mm. and worship me. That is my part. That is my request. And if you worship me, I have all these kingdoms. And the things in the kingdoms, I will give them to you. That is business. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. The business is that, that is what Paul said, godliness and contentment is a great gain because any time that you are pursuing the godliness, the contentment can easily be affected. Hallelujah. Amen. So John said that beloved are wish above all things. That mayest what? Prosper and be what? In health. As thy what? As thy what? So if I put, I see you prospering, the next thing I should look at is if your soul and your spiritual life is also coming along. Amen. Because you cannot combine the two in 1 Timothy chapter 6. It's difficult. And Satan knew. Give me your soul. Give me
me your allegiance and then I'll give you everything. So you find out that any time that you have the strength to pursue the other things, the things that will quench your hunger, you see that many times you leave your spiritual life behind. Mm. It becomes secondary. Wow. Gradually it takes you. It takes you. So I give you what you want, you give me your soul. Mm. I give you what you want. I give you the best car. Mm. I give you the best house. I give you the best job. Look, and then Satan knows that. As for the mountain, look, let's read Haggai chapter 1 verse 8. All of us will find ourselves on the mountain. If Jesus found, found himself on the high exceeding mountain to be tempted, all of us will be there. I said, go up to the mountain, bring wood, and build the house. The house is the house of God. Amen. It doesn't say a house. You see, the house. house. It's already identified. Right. The temple of God. If you read this account, you'll find out that Zerubbabel was still the governor. Yeah. Zerubbabel was still the governor. That means the building of the temple and the wall was in progress. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They were in progress. And then he says that, and I will take pleasure in it. The day that you and I will become born again, that's the beginning of the building of the temple of God. Amen. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Yes. And not the physical building that we are talking about, but you yourself. And God says that I take pleasure when you are being built spiritually. Hallelujah. So it glorifies his name. And then he said that in it, and I will be glorified. I will be glorified. Therefore, you can see that God wants us to prosper. But he does not want us to prosper when our soul is not coming and our soul is affected. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. Godly, godliness hmm. today. Godliness. <laughs> you, are preaching. you are preaching. And contentment. How can we combine it? Hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. See, go up to the mountain. This was the time that the people had they were doing other things. They were building their houses, building their careers, building everything. everything. And God said, you have left my house. Consider. And therefore, I want you to go to the mountain. And when you go to the mountain, what do you bring? Woods are not found on mountains. But that means when you go to the mountain, something will happen. Amen. There will be a transaction. If Jesus had bowed down to worship Satan, what would have happened to you and I? He said, would have come back somebody different. Different person. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is where at the place that he said, get thee behind me, Satan. Get thee behind me. Because you are taking the thing to another level. The temptation was too strong, but he had to, he had to stand on his feet. Amen. And he said that, no, 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 I cannot buy this thing and lose my soul. That's why Matthew 16, 20 says, what profited a man if he gains the whole world uh-huh. and loses his soul? soul. Mm. 
Satan will fight for you so all the time. He will throw the thing at you and always try to do business with you. Give me this and I will give you that. Give me this and I will give you that. Where on earth do we sell souls? We do business with souls. No way. But if you read Revelation 18, you will find out that the Bible talks about Babylon. Let's read Revelation 18. We are talking about attempt great things, chapter 20. Revelation 18, 1. Two, two to four, and then jump to 12. Okay. Revelation 18, uh-huh. verse 2. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, mm-hmm. is fallen, and is become the habitation of devils, mm-hmm. and the hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bed. Mm-hmm. Verse 3. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, mm-hmm. and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of delicacies. You can't do all these things and still have your soul. Mm. She, has, she had them riches delicacies. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's and go I, to verse 12. Verse 12. Uh-huh. The merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones mm-hmm. and of pearls and fine linen and mm-hmm. purple and silk mm-hmm. and scarlet and all dying wood and all manner vessels of ivory mm-hmm. and all manner vessels of most precious wood mm-hmm. and of brass mm-hmm. and iron and marble. Mm-hmm. 13. And cinnamon and audios. Are you paying attention to the commodities? Yes, please. The commodities for the business. She has all these things. things around him. Cinnamon, odors, and then ultimate and frankincense. Uh-huh. And, and wine and oil. And oil. Fine, and fine Even flour. Oil. And then he says. And fine uh-huh. flour and uh-huh. wheat and beasts and uh-huh. sheep and horses and uh-huh. chariots and slaves. And, and souls of men. Souls of men. Mercy. Mercy. He had them. How did she get them? Mm. Doing business. You put your soul here. Yeah. I give you. I put the oil here. Frankincense. <laughs> are you surprised that now even some churches, I don't know, are any church, but churches won't have the oil that they have is not the oil that we know as the normal anointing. Mm. Even Zomi oil. <laughs> Are you with me, please? Satan was smart. He wanted to pull it on Jesus. And if he attempted that, anything that Jesus went through, all of us, if you are a child of God, we will go through. If you put your soul here, also put this one here. Mm. Money in a hand, <laughs> business in a ball. Soul in a hand, gold in a ball. Hallelujah. Souls of men. Transaction, business. Because if you will say you will give me these kingdoms, what do you ask me for? Another. That means it is not a kingdom you want to give. You want to transact a business. Brothers and sisters, if you find yourself on the mountain, 
how will you come back? Will you come back with the contentment without being affected? And Satan knows that as for the hunger, you know, you just have to. It's just a matter of time. That is why Paul was really counseling Timothy and says that be content. Be content with, you know, and throughout the Bible, as I was saying, look at Esau. Esau's life. Somebody that you have come out with the birthright. Birthright is like, you know, it's just a matter of time. Once it comes to you, you will just prosper. But because of red seal or porridge, whatever you call it. Hallelujah. The guy said he came, Genesis 25, I think. Genesis 25. He came back, he came from the forest and saw that the brother was making some nice chicken soup or goat soup or beef stew or something like that. So when he, she, he smelled the ginger and the garlic and all those things, he said, wow. So give me something to eat because I'm too hungry. Do we have something like that in Genesis 25? The word hunger. What are you craving for, my brother or my sister? What, what you crave for, that is where Satan will capitalize, what Satan will capitalize on it and use it to track you, trap you to exchange your soul without you knowing. Wow, what you desire. You see that, and I'm faint, what is it? There was, a, there was hunger somewhere. Hallelujah. Amen. He was faint. Giving amplified. If there was. Or New Living Translation. New Living Translation. Please. It's a love. Huh. One day when Jacob was cooking some stew, he so arrived from exhausted and hungry from what? From heart. God. So that's why if you don't even in your hunger to marry by all means can sometimes lead you to exchange your soul. Anytime I get opportunity to maybe connect one or two people, one of the things I say strongly, don't allow the person to touch you. Tell the ladies. Because that hunger can easily make you think that if I allow, he will marry me. But rather, you will use that to exchange the marriage easily. Are you with me, please? Yeah. And then the next one. Esau said to Jacob, I am starved. Give me some of that red stew you have made. Hmm. That was how Esau got his other name, Eden, red. <laughs> yeah. Trading. Look at the book of Second Kings. Is it not hunger that caused two women to yes. eat one of their children? Yes. Yeah. Hunger. They ate one, and the other one said, 
Now we have finished this one, except left with only the head, with some hair and everything on point. So why don't you let's eat yours? He said, no, 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 no. The Bible says that can a woman forget her suckling child? But hunger can cause people to go to the extreme. And Satan knows. Look at this COVID-19. Where did it come from? Where did it come from? You know, I was thinking about the, our brethren, the nurses. So those who are doing the travel nurse and everything. It's not a blessing. But what is it? If you don't take care, you can easily change the travel nurse and you can easily not come to church. For money. Trading. <laughs> yeah. Trading. Hunger. Wow. Hunger. Hallelujah. Amen. Hunger made the whole nation Israel. Jacob went to Egypt. Egypt, the world, for food. Yeah. Genesis 42. 1 to 2. Pastor, what does it say? Genesis chapter And when Jacob learned that there was a grain in Egypt, he said to his son, Why do you look at one another? For he said, I have heard that there is a grain in Egypt. Get down there and buy grain for us that we may live and not what? Not die. die. You check your phone. Flip through. Somebody that you left in Egypt that you don't want to have anything to do with. Then you remember the things that you used to do on Sundays after church. <laughs> so why am I perishing whilst there's food? And then hunger. 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 Yeah? Hunger. The Israelites. All those who were 40 years couldn't make it to the promised land. Because of what? Because of hunger. What were they complaining about? They were complaining about cucumber and onions and all those things. Is it not true? true. Yeah. And because of hunger, a nice pastor could not make it into the kingdom Moses. Forgive Lord. Because they complained. You brought us here this, that, and that. At that point it wasn't about food. It was water. And God gave the instruction. The brother was just exhausted. Very angry. Yeah. Very angry. Have you, have you, have you been in a position where you are taking care of hungry kids before? Oh, Especially right. even when the child is a baby. Even the child is a baby, the way sometimes they will scream. You may be thinking something else is happening to the child. Just for you to put the, 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 I mean, the breast milk or the feeding bottle into their mouth and that's it. Everything becomes calm wow. and peace at home. What can, what can anger make people do? Anger. Ruth. Ruth chapter 1. Let's read it. It's very nice. Ruth chapter 1 verses 1. In the days when the judges ruled in Israel, a man from Bethlehem in Judah left the country because of a severe famine. Hmm. 
He took his wife and two sons and went to live in the country of Moab. The man's name was Elimelech, and his wife was Naomi. Their two sons were Malon and Kilion. They were Euphrates from Bethlehem in the land of Judah during their stay in Moab. Moab represents Egypt. Hallelujah. Amen. Elimelech died, and Naomi was left with her two sons. The two sons married Moabites, Moabite women. One married a woman named Opa and another woman named Ruth. But about ten years later, but about ten years later, faith and patience. Both Malon and Kilion died. This left Naomi alone without her husband and or sons. The next one. Then Naomi heard in Moab that the Lord had had blessed his people. Brothers and sisters, don't let hunger push you. The Lord will visit you again. I said, the Lord will visit his people again. He has never forgotten. He will, know, he will not forget us. He will visit us. He knows. If he can know the, the hair on your head, then know that if you are hungry, God knows that you are hungry. Amen. I don't know the type of hunger. Maybe it's a job hunger. Maybe it's education hunger. Maybe it is a documentation hunger. Maybe it is a marital hunger. I want to let you know that God has not forgotten you. He has not forgotten. He has not forgotten. He said that, but don't hate in Moab that the Lord has blessed his people in Judah by doing what? By providing what they were lacking. Godliness and contentment. Keep the faith. Amen. I said, keep the faith and be patient. Amen. I said, keep the faith and be patient. Amen. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, God is timeless. I've said it over and over and over. God is timeless. Hallelujah. It is we, as we are trying to understand Him, that we put mm. time on Him. We time God. So before I was, mm. I am. He didn't know what to tell Moses. He said, when I go there, ask me, what should I say? He says, tell them I am. That's what I not mean. I was. Not, just, just tell them I am. I am. I'm here. Wow. I created time. I am. Remember, day and night and all this. He created them. Yes. How can you create something that you don't have? You don't know or you don't have. It's timeless. That's why when people wait upon the Lord and they marry at, this, at, at the end of the day, one of the best songs I love is in his time. In his time. In his time. Perfect. In his time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. So, bishops wrote something here. I think it's very interesting for us to read. He says that gain, great gain is ministry without greed. Great gain is ministry without preaching constantly about money, prosperity, and success and wealth. If you've been around for some time, you see that in this church, we don't talk about those things all the time. We talk about them. Yesterday's seminar is one of the wonderful seminars. And I, I was just scrolling through. I wish all of you, brothers and sisters, you attended. Especially the young ones. Some of us are, if you look at my age, I'm almost in, I'm, I'm Almost 70 or something like that. <laughs> you are still young. Yeah. Right? 
When they're talking about early retirement, Pastor Nana was wondering, is it, a, is it early for me or late retirement? <laughs> Where I am now. <laughs> well, I don't know when I'm going to catch up on all these things. Yeah. Grace. But how many of the younger ones attended? People like 18 years, 19 years, 20 years, 21 years. They should have attended this. 25, 30. You should have attended this. Amen. Yeah. Because it's really blessed me. Because I didn't understand. I have, I've never thought about it, the fact that retirement means that. Because every time you talk about retirement, so just relegate you to the back burner. You sleep, you wake age. up, sleep, wake up. But that is not retirement. In your old age. You are just preparing to go to heaven. You know. Yeah. Retirement means that the time that you sit back, you take your laptop, you check your portfolio, you check your account, you check everything is coming in, coming in, coming in. And then when you close the laptop, you just decided that, are you there? I'm coming to visit you today. Ministry work. Amen. You are doing ministry Amen. work. You are doing ministry Amen. work. You are praying for people. Amen. You are traveling. You are going Amen. here. They say, come to Ghana for the meeting. You don't have any issue. Yeah. Hallelujah. I shall surely come. We are having a meeting. Our pastor was telling you that, you know, we are going to have um, um, a conference. Give thyself holy conference. GTWC is now called um, um, as his, his pick there. The spirit entered into me. Conference. And the pastor said, we should set some money aside. It made you or something, Ghana, Kenya, or we go to Safari, all these things. A time will come, we will not set money aside. You just say it. The money is already there. I said, you just say it and the money is already there. But our emphasis is not on that. Our emphasis is on ministry. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. And they say the great gain is ministry with contentment. Great gain is ministering without imparting the spirit of materialism. Wow. Wow. No. No. So the next one is how to achieve godliness with contentment. Number one. Withdraw yourself from ministry that charge the congregation with a desire for money. Materialism and worldliness. Hallelujah. Amen. I will put it this way. Withdraw yourself from associations that charge you with a desire for money, materialism, and First Timothy chapter five, chapter six, verse five. Flip. It says that perverse disputings of men, of corrupt minds, and destitute of the truth. That means you do not have the truth. Supposing that. Gain is what? Godliness. Yeah. Because sometimes that is what it looks like. When you have it, that means you, you are cool. Hallelujah. Say, from such, withdraw thyself. Father, grant his grace. Let's associate ourselves with people who really, God has gifted them to 
to be happy with what they have. Hallelujah. I'm always trusting God to come to that point. Even to the point that when God blesses me certain things, I will still remain humble, be humble, and serve God. Hallelujah. Because another thing of opposite of contentment is that you can easily be proud. Hallelujah. Are you with me, brethren? Yeah. Yeah. The second one. Identify the spirit of covetousness in ministers. In other words, identify the spirit of covetousness in friends and relatives. You know, yeah. For many of us, the truth is that you will not associate yourself with ministers. Are you with me, please? Yeah. But you find out that you're almost like your friends. Is it true? Yes. Second Kings 5. Second Kings 5, mm-hmm. 26 to 27, please. And he said unto him, When not my heart with thee, when the man turned again from his chariot to meet thee, is it a time to receive money? No, let's read from 19. New Living Translation. Mm-hmm. NLT, please. And he said unto him, this is the story between Naaman and Gehazi. Are you with me, please? So, the part that Naaman came for the healing, to see the man of God for the healing, we've just cut it short. So, we go to 19. And the man, the man of God wanted to give the pastor something. Are you with me, please? Yeah. So, saying that, I do appreciate what you have done for me. I want to give you something. And then he says that, you know, go in peace. Elisha said. So, Naaman started home again. again. But, but Gehazi, Elisha's servant, said to himself, can you see? You know, I was checking the meaning of greed, dictionary meaning, and I found that it defined as selfish desire to have more. <laughs> Not because you don't have that is why I asked the question. Having food and raiment, let us there be be content. Is that, one, is that how we read it, right? Yeah, food and raiment. My question is that, do we have food and raiment? Yes. And we still want more. So why are you not content? Why do we want to have more? Yeah. You, you get it. That one. It says that, and then it says that Elijah's servant said to himself, My master should not have let this Aramean get away without accepting his gift. Give me amplified. AM. AMPC. 
It's fine. But Gehazi, the servant of Elijah, man of God, said, Behold, my master spared this Haman, the Syrian, is not receiving, in not receiving from his hand what he brought. But as the Lord lives, I will run after him and get something from what? From him. I will. I. 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 Many people are hurt because of this particular thing that we are reading. We are reading here. I want to build my house. You have nothing to do with it. It's my money. It's my house. Many homes are going through this because of this. Hallelujah. And then he says that the next one, 21. So Gehazi followed after Naaman. And when Naaman saw one running after him, he lighted down from his chair to meet him and said, It's all well. The next one, 22. And he said, All is well. My master has sent me to say, Is that what you see? Is the lying even on top of it? I'm sure that is what brought what came to him. If he had said that, you know what? My master is okay. He said he doesn't need But as for me, I think I need something small. You know, I think that would have been a little bit much better. Maybe it should have been a warning to him, but not the, the thing, the disease. They just came to, it says that they said they have just come to me from the hill country of Ephraim, two young men of the sons of the prophets. Was it true? I pray you, give them a talent. Give what? Them. A talent of silver and two changes of garments. Look at what the the man said. The man said, be pleased to take two talents. (laughs) Remember, the man was a mighty man. Was close to the president. So I'm sure he had dressed when he came, like the way Pasanana dresses. So when he saw the dress, I said, look, I can't take only talent. I have to take this Pasanana shoe. I need some and the dressing. Mercy. Yeah. Garments. And he urged him and bound Two talent. Give me New Living Translation for 23. 22. He said, The man of God, there's a one that the man of God said, Be content and take two talents. But my master sent me to tell you that the two young prophets from the hill country of Ephraim have just arrived. He would like 75 pounds of silver. And two sets of clothing to give to them. By all means, take 50, 150 pounds of silver. Naaman insisted he gave him. Yeah. And tied up the money in two bags and sent two of his servants to carry the gift for Gehazi. The next one, please. But when he had, they arrived at the hill, Gehazi took the gift from the servants and sent the men back. Then he hid the gift inside where? Mercy. The house. Mercy. Mercy. 
When he went into his master's, Elisha asked him, where have you been, Gehazi? I have not been anywhere. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's not me, daddy. It's not me, mommy. You know. But Elisha asked him, don't you realize that I was there in spirit when mm. Naaman stepped down from his chariot to meet you? Is this the time to receive in other words, ask for money if you will be patient and have faith. We will receive them. Amen. Am I saying something? Is that, is that the right way? Yes. Yeah. Yes. If you will be patient, in First Timothy chapter 6, how thou man of God chase these things. One of them is patient and faith. It's not all the time that you receive. You do something, you receive money. One time I went to dedicate, um, not dedicate, name a child, one of our brethren's home, you know. And after, after I saw something, a hand, I mean, she had an envelope in her hand. That's when she was seeing me off, she wanted to give it to me. I said, no. I said, no, 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 no. We don't do this thing for money. We are pastors, we serve. Hallelujah. Even if you would give, not in this instance, no. I did not come here to name your child. I'm just even excited to come. And then you give me money in exchange? No. 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 It can be done in another form. There's so many times. I mean, there's so many opportunities, birthdays. And some of me, yeah, I believe that you don't even have to wait to Galatians 6 or the person's birthday or that before you show appreciation. No. No. It can be done anytime. Anytime. Why do we have to wait until Valentine's Day to show our love? Today, wonderful sunshine day. Don't you think just going out to have a nice lunch will be great? Yeah. It's not because we don't have food at home. We have food at home. Pastor Nana, what do you think? Contentment with great gain. (laughs) (laughs) That's the food at home, right? Go back to go 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 back to the Second Kings chapter five, please twenty six. Second Kings five twenty six that we are reading. Is it time to take money? Please, is it time? Is it time? Let's ask ourselves. Let's ask ourselves. Is it time? Is it Sunday? You know, if I'm, a, if I'm in that category of the nurses signing up for travel nurse, and I'm here, I want to encourage, if you're a nurse here, please, I want you to take this advantage and do travel nurse, if it is possible. It's opportunity. Hallelujah. But in my, if I'm doing it in my contract, I will make sure Sunday will not be taken. If it's Sunday night, then I know that Sunday daytime, 
I will go to church. I will attend church. Finish God. Everything. That's the godliness. And then I will add the other part. I will not allow the money over time to take away my relationship with God. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. We are not against all of us working. But ask yourself, I wish above all things and be in health. Hallelujah. As beloved, I wish above all things that mayest prosper and be be in health as even as thy soul don't leave your soul behind. Please. Prosper. Let it move at the same level. If my prosperity is going up, my sexual strength and my soul strength should also be going like that. Like that. I cannot let the prosperity go here and then my soul is down here. No. 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 Is it a time to receive money? And to receive garments and then to receive olive yards and vineyards and sheep and oxen and men servants and maid servants. The leprosy 27. Say the leprosy, because you have done this and you have your children and you, your children and you and your children and your children's children will suffer from Naaman's leprosy forever. When Gehazi left the room, he was leprous. It's very sad. Very sad. They didn't even, can you see that? So the children will, become in, will come into this world and then they think you take them to the hospital, it's not going. You take them there. Grandfather, grandpa has died though. Died long ago. And then you are praying and praying and praying, it is not reversing. Hallelujah. It's not fair. I think it's not fair. But who am I to challenge the word of God? Hallelujah. But as are you with me, please? Yeah. And I want all of us to come to a point where there are times that I am stood here and I talked about doing things not for free. He said, but there are times that you do things, you know, that you don't charge. Allow it to go. Elisha was very smart. He knew what he was doing. Are you with me? But look at he would have been the next Eli something. Gehazi would have been the less, not Eli, not the jar and the shark. But something else. But he lost it. The last one for today. Have a moderate lifestyle. Do not live in a extravagant lifestyle. Moderate. A moderate. Who are we? Whom are we competing with? No. I don't allow anybody. Look, I'm at a type that I would like to copy quickly. Like yesterday, some of the seminars said, don't, if you want to start a business, don't 
invent, reinvent the wheel. Just copy what some people, whatever people are doing. There are holes, you know, in it. You capture the holes and then you re rearrange and start your business. Am I saying something here? Yeah. But don't let what they are doing, you know. In fact, I get excited for people when they are doing well. And if I start and I'm behind them, it gives me joy that one day, not like I'm competing with a person, but one day if I also take my time, I will also get there. And young people, please listen to me. Listen to me. Many people can easily fail even in mission field because bishops encourages accept the Lord. God will bless you. Build a house and God will build a house for you. Do this, do that. I travel throughout the whole world. I've been to this nation. I've been to this nation. I've been to this nation. Sometimes I feel like the young people can misunderstood what he's saying by saying that if I also enter into the mission field, I will also travel in, through, throughout the whole world. But it, remember that it has taken him more than 30 years. How many years do you have? And a lot of work. A lot of work. Yeah. You see somebody driving a nice vehicle, you know, after living in the United States for about 20 years and driving Mercedes, you just came only five years and you say you want to drive the same Mercedes. No, 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 I'm, I'm very serious. We copy, but we don't copy right from the person's beginning's life, the, the beginning part of the person's life. Don't take notes. Yeah. No notes. Yeah. And the sad thing, many young people will not like to sit down with people like us or something because we are old. We are at, uh, at modern or something to learn the wisdom. Yesterday, Reverend Easy said something. He said that wisdom, normally for young people, but normally they are not ready to sit down and learn it. We have the wisdom, but we don't have the strength and the time. So the blessing is your ability to have the strength and then go to somebody who has the wisdom and add the wisdom to your strength and you will see where you will be. Are you with me, please? A moderate lifestyle. Lifestyle. Moderate lifestyle. When I came here, I was working at Greyhound, 660 an hour. My first year, I saved about 8,000. Second year, I saved about $15,000. Where was I living? I was living with my sister-in-law in the small room. Humbled myself there. The person was a nurse. By the grace of God, she saw that this my 660 an hour. And 28 hours a week will not cut it. So she said, don't pay anything as you are here for one year. I'm grateful to her. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And as I was not paying anything, I also made sure, made sure the things that she would spend her energy on. She was a nurse. 
I'll make sure her uniform will be ironed. I'll make sure the bathrooms will what be cleaned up. I'll make sure all these things. I, I, I won't let it be your issue. And by the grace of God, by my back, my, through my, because of my background, I can also cook a little bit. I observed her, how she was making her food when I came. And I also copied. Amen. Can go to Pathmark. I don't know if Pathmark still exists. You know, buy the grocery shops here and here. Here. I was young, 32 or 30, something like that. Yes, hold them, hold them here, bring them home. By the time she comes from work, 3 to 11, she comes home. And one of the things I learned that if you love somebody and the person goes out at night, has not come home, you don't sleep. That's right. You wait. If something happens to this woman to affect me, so I put the TV at the door and I will be sitting down. You know, nurses, when they say 11, they close at 12.30. Yeah? I will be sitting down and waiting. And waiting. Waiting. Then she will come before I go to bed. I bought a jeans, 34th Street here, and Caterpillar boots. And somebody gave me green jackets. I mean, for the winter. Because I came here in December. Green jacket. Put it for one year. I was wearing it. I was just, it's, what does it say? Moderate lifestyle. Do not live extravagant lifestyle. That is why we will not be content. How many winter boots do you want to have? Tell me. Please. Many of them. No, COVID, even because many these days we don't go to office, even church, we are not coming to church. Why do you have to still let the thing come through? They say, don't come to the shop. It's okay, now online. Every day you are bringing them home. Ah! So they cannot tame you. As for this shopping, nothing can tame you. And then after that, you come and ask me, why don't we have money? Why don't you have the... Ah, you. You've spent the money on the shoe and the dresses and the easy come. Extravagant lifestyle. Amazon is making No, you see, the statement is very nice. Please, don't get me wrong. Please, please, please. I'm the time, I also believe if you're a lady, you have to dress well. Look, let me say that part because you can easily misunderstand the whole thing that I, I'm saying. If you have ladies as daughters, don't allow them to dress anyhow. This is just chipping in. If you allow them to dress anyhow, you will bring a brother or a young man anyhow to your house. <laughs> That's what they will be attracted to. <laughs> Am I saying something here? Saying something. In fact, when I was standing at the back, I was thinking we should have singles meeting one of these days. Okay, please. <laughs> we do it after Sunday. I don't know, something like that. We can get a place and have a few teachers and allow them to ask questions. Yeah. Good idea. Very good. Yeah. Don't allow your kids to dress anyhow, especially the daughters. I'm very particular about it. But we see that that's the, the key.
key word is moderation. Hallelujah. Galatians 5, 23. Wow, time is far gone. Galatians 5, 22, 23. What does it say, Pastor Nana, please? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, mm -hmm. joy, mm -hmm. peace, long-suffering, mm -hmm. gentleness, mm -hmm. goodness, mm -hmm. faith. Mm -hmm. 23, please. Meekness, temperance, against us. He's giving us many things. Love, faith, patience, joy, long-suffering. That's patience. Gentleness, goodness, faith. Temperance. And the next one, 23. Temperance. Moderation. Moderation. The day that we learn to do this well, with many good things will happen to us. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You know, fine protocol will not allow me to see certain things here because we don't have... You'll find out that even these days, young people take extra medications. I know, I, I don't, you get what I'm trying to say? Yes. Medications because they have not learned to be moderate when it comes to certain things. A young man at the age of 20-something, 30-something, there is a medication where I come from. How do they call it? Is it Panadol or something? Panadol or... I, I don't know. There's a, a medication. The young people, when they have friends, lady friends visiting there, that's when they take them. It's just a matter of time. Either you'll get stroke or you will die early. Why? Moderation. 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 When it comes to food, moderation. Yeah? There are certain things, even, you, you can see from the Bible that there are certain things, I can't talk about them here, but is that, and if the Bible encourages us not to eat them, something like meat. It's a, it's a sensitive thing because when we come, we all like meat. You get it? Yeah. But if we will learn to eat the meat in moderation. Yeah. I have a cousin who died at the age of 49 or something like that. When in his prime, he and his friends can kill a goat Saturday and they will make live soup with it. Between the Saturday and Sunday, the soup and the goat plus alcohol, they will finish everything. Two people. Yeah. They will finish everything. So are you surprised to hear that as he passed away, he, his liver and kidney, they were not working. This is what time will allow us, please. Bow will be here. Hallelujah. Why don't you be on your feet? What a word. Overindulgence will just, just kill us. Please. If it is the right word, please the right word. Yeah. Please, are you singing? That is why you don't have to leave me here. 
Thank you, Jesus. Godliness with contentment is a great game. Come on. Pause. Start it again. In his time. In his time. He makes all things beautiful. In his time. Come on. Father, we thank you for this afternoon. We bless you, oh God. What a word that you have given unto us, oh God. That in this world, what we need to create things, godliness and contentment. And therefore, we have found that through your word before short. Because you said that when we have food and we have raiment, we should be content. And Lord, we cannot stand here, Lord, and say that you have not given us those things. We have in them in abundance. We have clothes. We have raiment, many of them. We have food, different types. And yet, Lord, we, give, we move out there and we look for more. Lord, we ask, oh God, that as as you went to the mountain, the high exceedingly mountain, and but yet you came back with your soul and everything intact. This is what we are asking for. That as our godly life is going up, may our soul and our spirit also go up the same way. May they be proportional, oh God, in the name of Jesus. You said in your word, a false balance is, is the abomination unto you. May the godliness and our soul be not be a false balance. In the name of Jesus, we ask for patience. We ask for faith. Lord, we need them. Because in your time, you make all things beautiful. You said in your way that Elimelech left. And just a few years after, you visited your people. I ask, O oh God, curse in Manhattan. Father, visit us, O oh God. They visit us, O oh God. We ask that we will not have selfish desire, but we will have a desire 
Let our desire be the desire that will be your will. And Lord, we ask that you take the selfishness out of it. A desire that will bring the more people into your kingdom. A desire that will help to build your church. A desire that will help to build others, oh God. A desire that will help to build our family members. A desire that will not be for ourselves. God, that will be great. We cannot afford to be like Gehazi. In the name of Jesus, we bless you, oh God, and we honor you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, and let the saints say, Hallelujah. Lord, my life to you. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.